Greetings, I'm Georgie. And I'm Kirsten. And this is Ready For It, a Taylor Swift-inspired podcast. And Taylor has taught us so much in our lives, KB, so I think it's only fair that we become teachers for people who may not know what a vault is. Exactly right. So we have so far covered every single era, which translates to every single album that Taylor has ever released, mm-hmm. 10 in total. But we've often referred to vault tracks, and this is where we're going to teach everyone exactly what that means yeah. and why she has vault tracks in the first place. We're all becoming bank robbers. This unofficial <laughs> Swiftography, very enthusiastic Swiftography mm. though, was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people. This land was never ceded. Always was, always will be. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, 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 look what Tay made us do. We have travelled through 10 eras of our girl, but through all the highs, all the lows, all the snakes and butterflies, all the reinventions, there's been just one constant, and that is Taylor loves music above all else. They tell you while you're young. Okay, so for a woman who loves her art that much, her body of work, her songs, they're her most prized possessions, her legacies. Crafted from nothing, often in her bedroom alone or with her own friends about her own life with lyrics from her own diaries. Each note played on her own guitar. Her work is personal. Her songs akin to her children. She gave birth to them after all. So if anything happens to those tunes, it is, by default, deeply personal. Lord, what will become of me? Let's go back in time again, five or so years. In a messy contract dispute with Scott Borchetta and Big Machine Records, Taylor's rights to her masters were sold to a company owned by music manager and internet troll Scooter Braun. The sale happened without Taylor's knowledge, despite Taylor making it known that she wanted the opportunity to buy them herself and own her own work. Instead, she was offered the chance to earn them back by churning out new records, one for one, essentially tying her future very visibly to Big Machine. It was a bad deal. So 
Taylor walked away, leaving Scott, a man who had publicly berated her, in charge of and profiting from her first six albums. Her life's work turned into stolen lullabies. Enter OG American Idol Kelly Clarkson. Throughout this very public spat, Kelly tweeted, At Taylor Swift, just a thought. You should go in and re-record all the songs that you don't own the masters on exactly how you did them, but put brand new art and some kind of incentive so fans will no longer buy the old versions. I'd buy the new versions just to prove a point. And with that, a beast was born. Taylor did just that. She re-recorded each of her old albums, delving into every era that came before, so that she would own the master recordings of each song, devaluing the originals owned by those men, and opening up another adventure for us to get all swept up in. The incentive that Kelly mentioned? Vault tracks. Previously unrecorded songs from each album. Songs written in that era that didn't quite make the cut the first time around. She's added those to the re-recorded track lists, now 100% owned by Ms. Taylor Allison Swift. Like little jewels we weren't ready for the first time around. I mean, KP, there is an argument that Taylor Swift is never out of the discussion. Mm. She's omnipresent. She's yeah. always in the zeitgeist or Absolutely. she is the zeitgeist. And I think that the vault tracks themselves and these re-records have been a main fueler of that. They definitely have. She's releasing all of this new content, but mm. then she's got the old stuff plus oh. new stuff. So she's just always around. It's just such a fun way to bring back this back catalogue because not only are we hanging on for the re-records of songs that we know and love, like, will she nail it? Will it sound any different? Seeing it the same way with the country yeah, twang. Is Jack Antonoff able to recreate the guitars that Max Martin produced? No, but no, we'll move but, on. <laughs> but the vault tracks gave us something new to experience with every single re-release as well. Mm. So they were these little nuggets and these fresh takes on eras that we know so well. And when you hear these songs, you feel like you're back there. Yes. And I think that not every artist would have been in a position to do this. Would you th- do you think that anyone else could have done this? Uh, maybe people like Beyonce. You know, people that are AAA list that have all the resources available to them Mm. because most people are tied to the conditions of their record label contracts Mm. and they're not able to move in this way and they're not able to command enough space to get the attention of things like Spotify, Apple Music, global radio networks that all went, you know what, when you do release these new songs or these re-releases, we're going to support them. We're not going to play the old versions Which, anymore. But also a reminder, even just to play the new tracks, these vault tracks, mm. because these are the tracks that were deemed not good enough to make the yeah. original release. It's wild, isn't it? It's, yeah. It is funny though, because there were probably conversations had with those record labels mm. that she now has this beef with about which songs made it then. And now she's going, no, I loved these. And if it had been up to me back then, these would have made And I do think listening to all of that with hindsight Mm. is quite fascinating because Mm -hmm. there are moments within the vault tracks from each re-record and you go, that is what that album was kind of missing. So a lot of the critique, a lot of uh, the reviews that you would get at that time as like, oh, well, yeah, she's just singing about fairy tales. She doesn't really talk about this. It's very juvenile. Mm. And then it's like, oh, hang on, she's released I Can't, like there was I Can't See You was sitting there as well. But then, yeah, do you think... Maybe the story was incomplete. Do you think that she has kept the songs as they were when she wrote them back then or has she edited them? No. 
I do not think that she's kept them as they were back then. Neither do I. One, because I think some of them were never even produced to begin with. Mm. So Jack Antonoff has gotten his hands on them this time around and they're a completely new beast. Mm. So they're two mature artists visiting something that she wrote when she was younger. It's not like they were recorded and just literally kept in a vault on a hard drive somewhere. But I think it's very evident in one of what I know is going to be our favourite vault tracks, (laughs) All Too Well 10. There are parts of that that even lyrically I don't believe were completed in the Red Era. Yeah, okay, interesting. Mm. Because there is a song where she says sashay away and I was like, this yeah, I'm saying sashay away when I mean, this originally came out. Another bleep machine moment. But, I mean, <laughs> f*** the patriarchy. That is of now. <laughs> I mean, it's been of ever. But I don't think she would have said it back then or written it back then. No, yeah. I think that the vault tracks and the whole concept of re-records also does play into another fabulous narrative mm. of Taylor's nemesises or nemeses mm. in that it's not just Kanye West. Now we have two other foes that we need yeah. to slay and they would be Scott Borchetta and what's the other one called? Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. Both SBs. And they're people that we hear in... <laughs> Uh, SOBs. It was applied. You hear me? You hear me, Uh, Factual Humanity. Yeah. I think as well, this is where we see the art of folklore evermore midnights Mm. and these kind of revenge tracks. Once you know the story of these three characters, these three people, Taylor, Scott, and Scooter, Mm. so much of that work makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's all informed. It's all connected. It's all connected. Do any of them make the canon list? Do any of them need to exist on the curriculum of Taylor Swift? I don't know. No, I know about one. Let's not. not, I've lied to Australia again. Once again. At least you can admit it now. That is what we call self-awareness and growth. All right, let's get into the canon after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
Georgie, when you first found out that Taylor was re-recording all of her old tracks, what were your thoughts? I was just intrigued mm. as to whether or not she was going to make them sound exactly the same or if yeah. or if she was going to reinvent them. Yeah. How she'd reinvented herself over the years. Yeah. And there was part of me that was really hoping that she didn't mm. because I love singing, you know, Love Story with those same little trills yeah. and twangs and stuff that she did. Like Tim McGraw, I like it yeah. having that little country sound. It's funny that you mentioned the country sound because that was the thing that I was worried would go mm. because she has matured out of it. We hear it come back a little bit. her voice bit. is much better now. Yeah, she's a much better singer, which sometimes makes it sound not exactly exactly the same because she's actually better than she was back then. But you hear her country twang in songs like Cowboy Like Me, a little bit in like Nobody No Crime, but it's that real country twang and we haven't had debut re-records yet. Or reputation. Or reputation re-records. So this is a little incomplete at the time of recording, but I worry about the younger songs because I'm like, oh, will they be able to sound the same from where she is now? Yes. I also would love... To sit down with Taylor Swift, Tay-Tay, the invite is there. It's a standing invite. And just know what goes through her head when she is going back and singing these songs. Mm. That is such a wild concept to think of. Mm. Like her going back and looking at Tim McGraw and knowing that she was 16, you know, when she wrote that song. And is she proud of herself? Does she think that's not very good? Does she think, like, what is she thinking? (laughs) Well, I think that the fact that she didn't change them Mm. shows that they were perfect as they were Mm. or perfect for her at the time. She wasn't trying to rewrite her story with this, but she did let us into her story a little bit more and that was with these vault tracks. Yeah, okay, so which of the vault tracks lie within the canon of Taylor Swift. I think that is an obvious one that we are both going to agree on. Three, two, one, all All too well, well, 10 minute version. And I'm not taking out the 10 minute version, four minute version. No, because that is also. I'm not taking out all too well the four minute version. The original version. version. No, because it's a perfect song as well. Mm. But there'd been this rumor in the Swifty verse that this 10 minute version of All Too Well existed. Yes, for years. And we didn't know it until she dropped the red re record and one of the vault (laughs) tracks was All Too Well 10. Yes. And she didn't just give us the 10 minute version, she gave us a 10 minute short film starring Sadie Singh and Dylan O'Brien. Which, Dylan O'Brien, I have loved you since Maze Runner. If you. Not even Maze Runner, Teen Wolf. Oh, my God. Yeah. God, I'm rewriting history. He obviously listens to this podcast as well. Hit me up. Sorry, Dylan. Again, happily engaged. Happily engaged. (laughs) Happily engaged, Dylan. available. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All Too Well 10 is without doubt her best lyrical work, in my opinion. Agreed. I also think that she did not write these lyrics back then. I think the flavour of them may have been there. Definitely. Yes. But I think that this is an evolved version of All Too Well, not just a longer version of All Too Well. There's yes. more to the story and she's telling it with hindsight. Oh, which is always where she does her best work. Mm-hmm. I mean, things like the idea you had of me, who was she? Oh, like you never even knew me. Yeah. You never even took the time to really get to know me. But also I think that that, just goes to show her and how she was seeing herself at that time as well, being like there would have been so many moments where she was living up to that. She was trying to live up to that ideal of whatever. Of what you thought I was. A never needy, ever lovely jewel who reflects on you. It's the mirror ball. Yes, the mirror ball. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. It's actually got my favourite lyric of all time, which is, 
And there we are again when nobody had to know you kept me like a secret, but I kept you like an oath. I remember that Mm. was the line when I first heard the 10-minute version that I was like... Oof, I think I said I had an audible reaction. It still breaks my heart. Like the way that you feel about someone, they can never feel that way about you. Mm -hmm. Like you meant everything to me and I was your secret. Yeah. Oh, and the way that she builds it into the narrative Mm. of the moment I knew and she expands upon that and Mm. it's like, you know, sipping coffee like you're on a late night show. Yeah. Like with my dad being like, it should be fun turning 21. Like it's just dagger, 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 dagger. dagger. You know the other one in it for me Mm. is the until we were dead and gone and buried check the pulse and come back back swearing. swearing. It's It's the the same. same. After three months in the grave. It's like that whole exile thing, right? It's like Mm. I gave so many signs. Like this thing has been dead for three months Mm. and you're swearing black and blue that nothing's wrong. Like why aren't you seeing how much pain I'm in? But also because it is of that red era when Mm. she was younger, she was more immature, Mm. she's believing it herself. Yeah. It's genius. Oh, my God. It's It's also the best outro that she's ever written. Oh, my God. I think the outro of this song, it's that just between us did the love affair maim Maim you you. too. And it's the use of maim. Yeah. I wonder if Jake Gyllenhaal feels that way. (laughs) It's like, you're just between us, babe. Maybe call me. (laughs) Maybe just have a chat to me. I wish you would have kept it just between (laughs) us. I would have given you a scarf back if you asked me for it. I'll FedEx it back. Like, my God. It has to be canon. It has to be canon. It's definitely canon. I also love using it as a measurement of time. Like when this Mm -hmm. first came out, I was like on a flight to Sydney and I was like, I could just listen to this six times. Yeah. And then I'm there. Yeah, a 10-minute car ride, that's one all too well 10. It's one all too well. (laughs) Like, hello. Stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Okay. Yes, absolute canon. Are there any others? And we're just going to go all vault tracks. The only one that I would like to maybe Mm -hmm. make an argument for is Nothing New with Phoebe Bridges. How can a person know everything at 18 but nothing at 22 and we still want me when I'm nothing new. I have a fun fact about that song. She wrote that song on a flight from Sydney to Perth. Taylor did. Taylor did. Well, it should be part of the canon because we, as, as Australians, we like to insert ourselves yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So basically it's an Aussie song. <gasps> an Australian song. Which is really yeah. nice because Boy Genius has a song called True Blue, which I think oh. is an unofficial Australian national anthem. Of course anthem. it is. Why um, is it canon though? In my mind it's canon because it talks about Taylor's ultimate fear. Mm which is not being relevant. Mm. I think in it she uses the word novelty. Yeah. So it's like once the novelty goes, who am I? And who is she? I think it becomes quite an existential song. Yeah. I think we all have a little bit of that, don't we? Oh, my God. You know, when the honeymoon's over, Mm -hmm. are you still going to feel this way about me? Will I hold your attention long enough? Will I be that mirror ball? And I think that another element that I'm going to argue for Mm. it to be canon is the collab with Phoebe Bridges because mm. I don't think Phoebe Bridges exists without Taylor Swift. Oh, So it's it kind call. of, I know it's a huge call. But huge maybe that call. would make it in the canon of Phoebe Bridges. No, I would say with Tay because it's like mm. she has this influence, right? Yeah. It's like her artistry mm-hmm. has led other people to kind of pursue this. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think Phoebe would have the same reach maybe mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Tay and it wasn't for these deeper cut lyrics yeah. that she's used to. Can I table one more then? Okay. Just oh, for consideration. Okay. We're like, there's because only one. Because I was like, there's only one. <laughs> but one more and that's slut. But if I'm all dressed up, they might as well be looking at us. And if 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting you to say that. Slight mm-hmm. exclamation point. Why? Exclam- I think that we were all so curious about what slut would sound like because we knew the name of it before we heard it. And I was not expecting what it was. I was not expecting it to be this beautiful ballad about falling in love. Mm. I was expecting a blank space type thing, you know, and because it lived in that world, Mm. I was so thrown. But the use of colour, again, that Mm -hmm. she uses in this song, I think it's a progression of what we've seen from her before. It's a step between red and maroon. Mm. So for me, it's almost literally canon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But it's a no. I think it's a no. I think both of ours are no's, to yeah, be honest. I think, I think all it's too well ten, all too well ten. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Good arguments put forward. Forward for both yeah, of us. Well argued. Yes, yes. But no. No. <laughs> no. Okay, well, that brings us to our five questions, though, because we're going to do this the same way that we've done it for the other eras. Yes. But we're going to include every single vault track. Yes. For consideration. Because just because they're not canon doesn't mean there ain't some bops. Oh, it doesn't mean they're not amazing. Oh. So for me, All Too Well 10 almost lives in its own sphere. Yeah. Like when we're talking favourite lyrics, it's so far beyond most of so the we others. So we are excluding All Too Well 10 minute version from this narrative of these questions. I think so. When I it think comes we to have the rest to. of the Vault tracks. Yes. yes. We've, or it will be an entire episode on All Too Well 10. That's right. That's yeah. right. It could be a dissertation from ourselves at this point. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so of all the other Vault tracks mm. then, what is your favourite lyric? Um, so it lives... Still on Red, mm. Taylor's version, mm-hmm. is from a song called Better Man that she originally Aww. had written for another group, Little yep. Big Town. And the lyric that I, lo- I love to scream this song, oh, yeah. I think it's such a vibe. The lyric is my favourite is, I know the bravest thing I ever did was run. I, it, I know the bravest thing I ever did was run. Because sometimes <laughs> that is... It, I mean, it is. It's just pure bravery. Yeah. And I know it's the most difficult thing at that time and in that moment, but I can be proud of myself that I did it. doesn't mean that it's not hard. Yep. But I can look back and be like, I did that. For me, this is a perfect precursor to tolerate it. <gasps> yeah, okay. Yeah. Precursor? Sequel. Because it's that exactly what you said. It takes so much bravery to go mm. and tolerate it is all about trying to find that bravery. Yes. So to me, these two are partnered in my Ooh, head. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. my lyric comes from a song that I also partner with another Taylor song. Okay. So we know how much we love clean. Yeah. And that's all about coming out the other side and finally having moved on and feeling clean. Like you have washed it all away. Oh no, I know exactly what you're going to say. I know you, I know you do. I know what you're going to say. Um, oh, I might even cry. Howled out, howled on, God knows too long. Wasted time, lost tears, swore that I'd get out of here. No amount of freedom gets you clean. I've still got you all over me. If I was guessing mm. your top 13 and your mm-hmm. top tracks, this would have been my guess for your favourite song of all time. It's, you will it's up me. there. Yeah. It's almost, 
you know when she writes, you say this all the time, that she writes your life. Yep. I feel like I could have written this song word <laughs> for word every single time. I'm like, this is exactly how I feel. And it's connected to maroon for me as well. You wake with your memory over me. Mm. Oh my God, you cannot shake this person. This was that feeling of they are all over me. And no matter what I do, I can't get clean. Mm. Yeah. They're totally matched. It's totally yeah. the sister song of Clean. Yeah, I almost feel like it It may have been written back then and then Clean was part two of it. <gasps> and it features Marin Morris on backup vocals. She Can sings the harmony. Because Taylor back, you know, in the love story days, and mm. this is what we mean by sometimes it feels like the story wasn't complete. Yes. Because that was the era that gave us love story, yeah. that gave us you belong with me. It didn't give us this feeling of regret, this feeling of sadness, this no. feeling of loss. That and came it's why later. people looked at her as an immature artist that was mm. singing about love songs and fairy tales. But if we'd known songs like this existed, like me now as a 37 year old, this song cuts me to my core. I agree because there is a line in it, I think it's early on in the song mm. where she's comparing herself to graffiti on the back of a oh yes stall. Yeah, you can Door? scratch it right off. Yeah, yeah, you can scratch it right off, and oh. I'm still there. But it's like it's still, yeah, it still exists. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what song are you yeah, dancing to? What so vault? special to me? What vault okay, what song am I dancing to? to? Oh. I have one. What's yours? Mr. Perfectly Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's so what on brand. It's so on brand. What a bop. That was also the <laughs> sachet away. <laughs> What's yours? Is it over now? <laughs> Which, can I say, the 1989 Vault Tracks, when I first heard mm. them, I was like, eh. Oh. And now having sat with them for a bit, obsessed. I'm like, there are I'm some obsessed. bops. There this are and some slush. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm just obsessed. Uh, what are you skipping? Foolish one. Whoa, okay. No. We you, you have a video song for me. You have a video in your phone of me and your best friend Ria mm-hmm. at one of those Taylor Swift nightclub dance parties. And this song came on and mm-hmm. we both just start yelling at you, foolish one. Pointing in my face. Checking your mailbox. Because we're like, it was written for you. I know. Ironic that you I am it. a foolish one. Yeah. And yes, my girlfriends have had to tell me to move on far too many times. But <laughs> <laughs> but this was also the best example of what I've been trying to tell the country for a long time in that Georgie Tunney's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> Lying to Australia again. Um, I'm skipping Run from Red with Ed Sheeran. Well, you hate Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I very on brand. Ed Sheeran. No, I you love hate him. Ed Sheeran. This was slightly better for me than everything has changed, but I want them to be great because they both can achieve that greatness and yeah. they haven't. So I'm skipping that one. Yeah, you hate Ed Sheeran. No, that's not true. I love you, Ed. That's not true. What would you cry to? Oh, I'm definitely crying to nothing new because mm-hmm. it's just, ugh, just mm-hmm. oh, my God, it hurts. But also Castle's Crumbling Yeah. from Speak Now oh, TV. Yeah. It's the collab with her and Hayley Williams, and I love Hayley Williams from Paramore. Yeah. But it was more the sentiment of that. It's so pretty and it's so filmic. Mm-hmm. I do think if you're walking around and you're going on one of your mental health walks and you put this on, you're creating a whole scene. Like yeah. it's cinematic. It's And gorgeous. you love anything speak now. I, I do. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah, speak now. Yes, I'll fight you. I've, few, I've got a tie brother. between three, but then I just thought of a fourth one, but we've mentioned them all already. So <laughs> I just cry all the time. <laughs> so it's like you all over me, all yeah. too well 10, which we're not meant to count, and yeah. better man. Yeah. Um, when Speak Now re-recording came out, mm. You sent me a message because you had listened to it before I got to. Oh, yeah. And you just sent me a text that said, maybe skip Timeless. (laughs) (laughs) Because you knew that 
and I just couldn't take it in my emotional state. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And I've still only been able to listen to it through all the way once. Yeah, it is beautiful, the whole mm. concept. I think I cried the first time I yeah. listened to that. I can listen to it now, though, and just think it's lovely. I just have never tried again yeah. because I'm scared. <gasps> my goodness. Now, do we count You're Losing Me as a vault track? Oh, it is. I think it, it is. It is a vault track. It is. Well, that's definitely one I cry to too. as well. Yeah. Lots of yeah. these. All of these ones. I mean, the company, the record company was really just like about bops. Hey? Yeah. That's, that's what, what these it was. Are, these that's these aren't guaranteed radio hits. No. So they got left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, but you're losing me. Stunning. It hurts. Yeah. Especially now that we know what went down with, well, we yeah. don't know what, but we know that her and Joe are no longer together. It's yeah. Like, <sighs> Painful. Painful. Yep. Well, do any of these vault tracks make it to your top 13? I have an honourable mention to Nothing New and also one that I think will surprise people, Mm. which is Say Don't Go. Oh, it's amazing. I think it's great. Yeah, no, it is amazing. Her and Diane Warren and it's just like every time I pretend that I don't love it and then I listen to it and I'm like, frick, I love this See, I I thought that Slut would be in my top 13, but I think it's hovering around the 14, 15. Yeah, so for me, no, no, I don't have any in my top 13. Oh, God, okay. Um, That's an actual lie. Other than, sorry, we forgot all too well 10-minute version. Oh, yeah, that one's it. That one's it. Definitely. God, we've made lies of us both. Yes. Oh, God, okay, well. Clearly, I'm in trouble here because this whole time I've been trying to get it down to 13 and I can't. KP, you have been, this is the <laughs> longest top 13 that there ever has been. I know, I've got commitment issues. <laughs> I know. And it's and also just... become clear throughout this podcast. It could be our hypothesis. I can't do it. I need more time. Oh, I need okay. more time. But then next episode. You have to reveal your top 13. Have you I'll got yours? Well. Have I've you got, got your 13 set? I've got mine. I mean, could I change a couple? Maybe, <laughs> maybe some little hop skips and Okay, jumps, you know what? No, that's fair. We've said yeah. top 13 this whole time. By the next episode, I will get to a top 13. <gasps> I will commit. This could actually be really great because then that can be the theme of our next episode because we're going to do top tips yes. and top 13. A top episode. Top episode. <laughs> top episode. <laughs> we're going to do a survival guide with Georgie's top tips and not only Georgie's. I know. I may have mentioned a couple of times on this podcast that I have gone to the Eras Tour. Have you? I, this could be brand new information, <laughs> uh, but I've mentioned a couple of times. But also someone who has gone to and really is, shall we say, the guru on the everything guru. Taylor Swift and this tour? Yeah. Autumn from TS Tour Tips, the official Instagram account. It's huge. This account, fact checker Maddie, number of followers? Over 400k, and I'm also offended because I thought you were going to say me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yes, Maddie should be the guru. Yeah, Maddie say, should be the guru. I was going to say also, fact checker Maddie has also gone I know, to the Eras I Tour too. So we'll get her tips as well. But yes, we're talking to TS Tour Tips. Wow. This is going to be the only list that you need. Yeah, the ultimate survival guide to these concerts. Yeah, and then our top thirteen. Oh, your top thirteen. God, you have to have thirteen. I will. I will. That's the next step, though. I've got some time. Thanks for listening to a She's She's Dead Dead. production. Do you agree with us? Are these the songs in the gospel according to Tay that you need? How are you feeling ahead of the Eras Tour? We want to hear all of it. This She's Dead production did take a village, though. With our undying thanks to our social gurus and directors, Kieran and Trent, our set designer, fact checker and ultimate hype Swifty Maddie, the entire team behind this production. Follow us on TikTok at ReadyForItPod. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, remember lovely, lovely, lovely reviews only. Taylor, hope you're listening. <laughs> 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.